Scarantino, and this is the Get the Fuck Off podcast. Every week, I'm going to be talking about a new topic to help you guys get the fuck off the shit that doesn't serve you anymore. But first, let me tell you a little bit about me. I used to work as a bartender, and I lived in the New York City bar scene. I smoked between a pack or two a day, and I was what you'd call quite overweight. I learned that the secret to adopting a healthy lifestyle is a series of mindset shifts. Unfortunately, they don't always come with an owner's manual, so I decided to start this podcast to give you guys the nuts and bolts without you having to do all the research on your own. Getting healthy does not mean you have to sacrifice your outstanding personality, and it actually can be quite a fun journey. I'm really excited to have you guys on that journey with me. Let's get off together. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Get the Fuck Off podcast. I'm super excited to have you guys back with me today. And I'm going to do something a little bit different today than you guys are used to with the last bunch of episodes that I did in that this one is not really about getting off of anything. This is like the opposite of getting off. So if you guys are here because you want to get off of something, this is more like turning you on to something. It's a completely different concept than all of my other podcast that I've recorded. And the title of this episode is Get Excited About Yourself. Get excited about yourself. Oh my God, I cannot stress this enough. So I did an article on um, some tips to up your solo running game. And I actually am including that in a, uh, a running Kickstarter guide that I'm including with one of my coaching packages. And I was kind of rereading it because I, I didn't remember what I put as the, the tips because, you know, you write something and then months go by and you fucking forget what you wrote. It happens. So I, uh, the last tip that I had put in that, in that guide of the five tips that I, I could give uh, runners that are starting to run, um, to up their solo running game was get excited about yourself. And what I meant by that was that, you know, you really need to be the person that's going to lift yourself up when nobody else is going to do it. Like you have to be excited about everything that you are doing. And this can apply to anything. So this can apply to a wellness journey, a weight loss journey. Perhaps you're moving into sobriety or maybe you've just seen yourself in a place that you didn't really care for for a really long time and maybe you felt kind of stuck and you're trying to start something new. And in all of those situations, no matter what it is, you need to get excited about yourself because I'm going to tell you something. Other people are not going to get excited about you because they haven't seen with the vision, with their eyes, the things that you have seen yourself to be. And you likely have seen yourself in so many different ways than a lot of these people have. So I'll give you an example. When I became a runner, I saw myself as a distance runner before anybody else saw me as a distance runner. Like I was able to probably run outside for, I don't know, maybe five to 10 minutes. And that was pretty much the extent of how long I could run outside for. And I said, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to run a half marathon. Like in a couple of months time, I am going to run 13.1 miles. And there were a couple of runners that I knew that were really supportive of me because that's how runners are. Like the running community is just so positive and supportive and wonderful. But most people, most people that I knew, including my family members, were like, okay, sure. Yeah, okay. Or I think my mother, who just was saying it out of concern because she was worried about me, she said, Andrea, 
cigarette smokers don't run half marathons. And, you know, she was right. Like, cigarette smokers don't run half marathons. But I did. I did. And then I went on, and a year later, I ran a full marathon. And, yeah, I had quit smoking by that time. But the thing is, I had to see myself as that person before anyone else saw me that way. Like, I actually had to visualize myself in that role as that new person before other people kind of jumped on board and were able to see me as that. And this is kind of how you have to be in life, and it really sucks because what we want more than anything is we want other people to see us that way, and we want other people to lift us up. So when you're when you're trying anything new, and if it's outside of the comfort zone of your the majority of your social circle, you know, a friend of mine recently told me, and I think Tony Robbins says this too, that you are the makeup of what the six closest people to you, or your six best friends, or something like that. Um, you know, you you have this circle of people, and my guess is that all those people that are around you in this circle, they are probably just like you. Like everything that they say and do and think is very similar to how you think and how you conduct yourself in life. And their values are similar to yours. And their, you know, their occupations are probably kind of in the same line as yours. You probably have similar socioeconomics and similar political beliefs and all that kind of stuff. So let's say that you are, you know, you're kind of in an area where you are a couch potato and, you know, you, you're you spending a lot of time as a barstool ornament. You're kind of just sitting there and, you know, you're, you know, watching TV at the bar, doing whatever. And that's fine. I mean, that's a good, good time. I've had more than many great times doing that in my life. But let's say that you decide that you want to start on a wellness journey. I guarantee you that your four or five best friends that are sitting at the bar with you are, are not going to be the most supportive people on that journey. And it's not because they don't believe in you. It's because they just don't understand. For number one, they don't understand it because they're not they're not moving in that direction the same as you. Like they're just not. And the second thing is, is that they, they are unable to visualize where you want to go because it's still just, it's still a very basic thought in your mind. Like it is... It is a newborn thought. I'm trying to think of the word and I can't even pull the word out of my ass right now, but it's just, it's a, it's a developing thought. It's a cherub. It's new. It needs to be grown. It's a, it's a baby and you need to foster it and take care of it and grow it and love it. And it's going to become something huge and awesome. But those people that are close to you, they're probably not going to be the most excited about the thing that you're the most excited about because they haven't taken that time to make that shift. So yeah, like after I was, you know, already running and I was, you know, I, I was running distance and I was doing all that. Yes. Then after I put in the work and put in the time and demonstrated the ability, then people that were close to me in my life were like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like she's great. She's amazing. Like I'm going to support this person. And they were, they were super cool. Like I, I have nothing bad to say about any of my friends. But in the very beginning, like before I had demonstrated that I had any of this ability, yeah, people were, they were just kind of, eh, you know, like, okay, that's something you're going to do. I mean, certainly you're, I got a lot of eye rolls and, you know, head shakes and that wasn't anybody's fault. It's just that, you know, usually people on the outside are the last people to see potential in you. You're the first person to see it. So you're the first person that's going to be able to see that you're capable of doing something. And then once you start to manifest and once you start to put in the time and the work and the effort, then other people are going to see this. And you just have to be patient with yourself and you have to be patient with your abilities until other people catch up. And sometimes it's a pain in the ass, but you know, they will catch up. 
So I want to talk to you guys about uh, relationships, failed relationships. So I, in my younger days, uh, was on the receiving end of a lot of failed relationships with men. Um, I got involved with a lot of men who were otherwise involved with other people, but their relationships were kind of fizzling out to an end. They were kind of, you know, going south or had gone south or had, you know, become something that didn't fulfill them. And, you know, I was on the receiving end of a lot of kind of the ends of other people's relationships. I have a lot of guilt over that, to be honest with you. I mean, I really do, but I have made peace with it and I have, you know, kind of said to myself, okay, this is not something that I, I'm going to do in the future because it's, it's actually, it sucks. Like you, you don't even want to do it. Like it's, there's just so, there's so much drama. Like it's just not something that's even worth it. But I'm going to tell you guys that the reasons that a lot of these relationships that these men were in, and they were all married. Um, the, the reason that a lot of these marriages that these men were in were not great and did not work out was because of honestly from my opinion it's because the pe- the the two parties in the relationships the men and the women they just failed to continue to get excited about each other they you know either the women were not getting excited about their husbands or the husbands were not getting excited about the wives you know maybe they had been married a long time and their interests were different and they'd grown apart through the years I mean there's a variety of of reasons that could be attributed but most of the time it was because they stopped getting excited about each other they stopped looking at each other and being genuinely excited and interested in the things the other was doing and when that happens, when partners stop getting excited about one another, that's when, you know, people in relationships start to feel kind of disconnected. And that's when the relationships kind of start to fall apart. And this is what I, what I noticed just being on the receiving end of, of, you know, these, these men that were feeling all this sort of way. I mean, and a lot of times it's easier, unfortunately, to kind of reach outside than to try to fix what's broken. And that's what a lot of men, these men end up doing. And, you know, I saw a lot of that. And what I noticed about all of that is that a lot of these people just had such a tremendous need to get validation from another person. And a lot of these people just couldn't find it within themselves. And they didn't get excited about themselves. And they put a lot of this on their partner. And when the interests became different, or when time had changed them as individuals, the partners sometimes weren't as excited about, you know, a new, a new interest that they had or a new, you know, whatever it might be. And that caused friction and tension. And that caused the relationship to really go south. And, you know, Yes, relationships are great when people can get excited about one another, but you also need to be able to do that on your own with yourself and you need to be able to lead yourself. And when you can do that, you're a better partner. But here's here's a thing that I want to tell you guys. If you're not in a relationship or, you know, if you don't have a super supportive family and, you know, I... I have definitely spent a lot of time not in a relationship and I've definitely experienced not having a super supportive fa- I mean like my family's fine but like I'll tell them what I'm doing and they'll they'll just be like what the fuck okay <laughs> you know like they don't give a shit um but you know I've been in these situations and um 
you know, you kind of have to just teach yourself that there's not always going to be somebody that's going to be your biggest cheerleader. Like it has to start with you. Like you can't wait for somebody else to get excited about you because if you're waiting for someone else to get excited about you, you're not going to move forward. Like you're going to be standing still. So if you want to start a new project, if you're an artist, if you are somebody that wants to move into a new career, you have to actually start seeing yourself as that person before anybody else sees you as that person. So if you're moving into a new business venture and you feel like you're unsure about it, if you even remotely show that to somebody else, they're going to see everything that you show them. So the first way to kind of block that out is to just believe in yourself. Believe in yourself about every single thing that you're doing. So if you decide that you want to join a new community of people, let's say that it is that you have decided that you want to join like a sober community, or let's say that you want to join a running community. These are just examples that I know just from me. Or let's say that you want to volunteer at a homeless shelter or, you know, anything that you want to do, but it's different and it's new and it feels like a little anxiety inducing. And, but you you really want to do it you know you could bring up to people like oh I I want to do this and they might not be your biggest cheerleader because they don't know how to necessarily wrap their head around what you're trying to accomplish or maybe what you're trying to accomplish seems like really out of reach like for example a lot of times people will be this way with money you know, sometimes they'll tell you that what you're trying to do is stupid or they'll tell you that it's frivolous or that, you know, but what I would say about that is like, take advice from people that have walked the walk and be patient with the rest and believe in yourself, like believe in what you're doing, believe in every single project that you want to, that you want to undertake and be bold about it. Like be bold and be conscious about the things that you want. And be your own biggest cheerleader because I'm going to tell you what, guys, how can you get anybody to be, I'm going to ask you this, how can you get anyone to be excited about you if you are not excited about you? Like if you're not excited about the grand prospect of who you are and who you are becoming, how is any single fucking person going to be excited about you? I mean, they're not going to be. If you're sitting there in self-doubt all the time, they're going to be like, this is a person that doubts their abilities. I have experienced this in New York a few times, you know, with people that I've known where they have such tremendous value and talent, but they don't have faith in their own abilities. And that is what keeps them from achieving success. You know, sometimes you just have to say the hard things, the things that are hard for people to hear. So yes, a lot of the time, people that have a tremendous amount of talent are held back by their own fear and insecurity and inability to see the greatness in themselves. Like they're truly great and they are so unwilling to say that because they feel like it makes them pompous or they feel like it makes them show off here or whatever the, whatever the hell, you know, that probably meant the same thing. But you know what I'm saying? It makes them, it makes them feel like they are being a dick because they are celebrating themselves. Because, you know, somewhere in our culture, somewhere along the line, you know, it was kind of taught to us in a manner that was out of our control that we should not believe in ourselves and that we should be reserved and we should conform and we should just join the herd and we should just be okay with that. And any single person that I know that has ever achieved tremendous success in any area of life has basically said, fuck 
that. I am this. Every single person. And every single person that hasn't achieved any success has joined the herd, conformed, just let, you know, everything, you know, everybody's opinion matters. It doesn't. Your opinion matters. Your opinion of yourself matters first and foremost. Your opinion of yourself matters so much. So you've got to like really love the fuck out of yourself. Like you've got to be the cheerleader on the sidelines every single time you go to undertake something. So if you go to do something and it's athletic, like athletic related to athletics, you have to believe 100% that you can do that before anybody else is going to. Or if you are looking in the mirror and you don't like who you see, let's say that you look in the mirror and somehow your eyes have caught up and you see yourself in exactly exactly the way that you look you just look in the mirror and you see yourself true to life like this is actually kind of rare because we all have some sort of distortion about our bodies that we see when we look in the mirror but let's say that you just looked at yourself and you were like "Mm, I don't like that and for for whatever reason like maybe it's it's because you know you feel like you you have not placed enough attention on your body and your health maybe it's something like that anyway Let's say that you look in the mirror and you see your body true to life and you think, I don't really I don't really like the way that this looks. I don't think that I've done a good job in taking care of myself. I'm going to change. You have to see that change before anybody else is going to see it. You have to be working at it for months before anyone is even going to notice your efforts. Like, it's a lonely time. It's such a lonely time to be in that situation where you are working on something and there's nobody there going, yeah, man this is great. Like you just, but you just have to go through that lonely time. I mean, when I was, you know, going through the process to become a certified running coach or going through the process of doing, you know, a laundry list of things, there were people that were like, okay, that's great. But there was no one sitting right next to me kind of clapping for me. Like I was doing that. Like I was the person that was fighting my in, the, the person inside of me, my inner voice, my ego that was trying to tell me, don't do this. I was the person that was having to fight that. I was having to fight that person the entire time. The person that would say, give up. The person that said, you don't belong here. The person that said, you don't belong in this room. I mean, it's, it, was, it was just terrible. And I, I continued to say, no, I, I see myself as this. And you just eventually other people will start to get excited about you. But you have to be the first person. You are the catalyst. The first person to get excited about you and what you're doing and who you are is you. And it's a long, lonely road that you walk until eventually other people say, oh, you know, that person's really doing a great job. So we see this in all kinds of, all kinds of situations. But I just want you guys to know that even though the initial steps of all of this just seem really lonely and really difficult, and a lot of people really kind of suffer with this low self-esteem, I just want you to know that you made all that up in your head. Like you're actually a great person. And when you were put on this earth, there was something that you knew how to do that no other person in this world knows how to do. That is actually true. There is no one in this world that is exactly like you, that has the exact same experiences that you have. And you have an ability, whether or not you know it, that is special in comparison to every other 
person that is unique in comparison to every other person that lives. So you have to be the person that sees what that is because every other person doesn't know. Every other person doesn't have the amalgamation of experiences that you have when you are living your life. Every other person just doesn't have that. It's you. You're the one that has that. So get excited about yourself. Get excited about every single thing that you've ever done and every single thing that is on the horizon that you are going to be able to do. And get excited and know that it's you that's going to be able to lift yourself up. Not a partner, not a family member, not a friend, but you. But you, if you get the, if you can manage this ability, if you can manage to be able to do this for yourself, you are going to be such a leader in every relationship. Like all of your friendships are going to be rewarding and fulfilling because they're going to be unconditional because you don't need your friends for that kind of thing because you know how to do it on your own. It's nice when your friends do it, but it's not expected. You know, it's not expected that they do that. Same with your relationships. Like I do have a reciprocal relationship where that occurs, but it's not expected. It's just how it is. And and if I didn't have that relationship, that would be fine too because it's it's not something that I need. It's not conditional. Like to ask that of another person, to ask somebody else to constantly be holding your head above water, that's hard and that's a lot to ask of somebody because we're all just trying to do that on our own. But if we can learn to lead and to lift ourselves up, lift our heads up on our own and celebrate ourselves, we will be better for every single person that we interact with, that we are involved with romantically, physically, spiritually, otherwise, we will be better for those people. For our families, if we can lead ourselves and we can get excited about ourselves and we can make ourselves into the best versions of ourselves that we could possibly be, we'll be better for our families. And as athletes, if we can push ourselves and take that and have that mental tenacity to be able to push ourselves forward, we'll be better athletes. And if we're better athletes, we'll be better coaches. Or you could take this away from athletics. Even say that I'm not talking about athletics. Say it's about anything and replace the word coaches with teachers because everybody has this desire inside of them to pass along the greatness that's inside of them to help someone else be better. We all have it. And it's it's all for different things, you know? But it all starts with you. It starts about with getting excited about yourself. Getting excited, not hating on yourself, not slapping yourself in the face, not deciding that you're not good enough, not deciding that you are not, that you have, a, that you lack a skill set that everybody else seems to have. You might lack a skill set that other people have. I lack a lot of skill sets. I don't know how to operate on somebody. I'm not a doctor and I'm not necessarily the best, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not a great cook. I'm not a great cook because I don't have a kitchen. I live in a fucking shoebox without one. I mean, don't expect me to, you know, make this souffle for you for dinner. It's not going to happen. We're ordering Grubhub. I mean, I lack a fuck ton of skill sets. So many skill sets. But there are skill sets that I have. I embrace them. I celebrate them. I get excited about myself. And you, you have a lot of skill sets and you need to get excited about yourself. Stop the self-hate. 
Stop focusing on the things that you're not good at and instead get excited about yourself. Get excited about where you want to go. Get excited about the person that you're becoming and get excited about that person before you even become that person. It has to manifest in your mind before it actually will unfold in tangible, real, terrestrial life. That's true. So get excited about yourself. Stop the self-hate. Okay, that's all I got, guys. I've rambled a long time about that. Hope you guys are having a good week. I will be back next week with more of the Get the Fuck Off podcast. And in the meantime, if you guys would like, you can head over to getthefuckoff.com and you guys can sign up for my newsletter. And I'm going to, I have a bunch of little tags on my website. Uh, You'll find them at getthefuckoff.com and you can just put what you're interested in. And then I'm going to make sure that you guys get tons of specific content delivered to you. That's going to kind of help you achieve your goals in a more real way. Guys, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Take care, be safe, get excited about yourself, and I will see you guys really soon. Thank you.